Okay, we're live from Mexico. I have yoga class this morning, so that's why I have to do the live earlier. But I will repost it. It will be a short one. My phone charger is not working, so I only have like a very little bit. But I'm going to be reading from The Law and the Promise by Neville Goddard. What's up, everybody? It's doing. I know it's earlier. But if you want to get your Monday started with uh, manifestation and mindset, then this is definitely the live to continue to watch. You guys can see in the beautiful background that I am in Mexico. Guys, who's requesting to join? It's a little early for that. But it's going to be a shorter live because I have to go and find a phone charger somewhere. But aside from that, let's not start out the week with complaining. Let's start out the week with an amazing amount of gratitude. Whenever I decide to go on a trip or do something on my own, you learn so many things. What am I learning from being here? And it's literally to appreciate everything that I have, everything that I've brought to myself, and even the things that are unfavorable that I don't necessarily like, but I've also attracted to myself. It just tells me where I am in my reality. Looking at my three-dimensional reality, what is it that I'm bringing to myself that I really don't like? How can I change that, right? So it's been an amazing week so far. Um, I am teaching this week here, which has been, yesterday I taught, was it yesterday morning? Yes, I taught an amazing vinyasa flow class and it was just really, really fun and I didn't expect to do that while I was here, but I brought that and I drew that to myself and um, that is how it all unfolds. It always unfolds in the way that we assume that it's going to. And sometimes it's difficult because we assume things that we don't want because, why are so many people requesting me this morning? Because that's our programming, right? Our programming that tells us, you can't have that, you're not good enough for this. Undeserving. This doesn't ever work out for me, right? You can either hang on to the pain, or hang on to the pain, or hang on to what the pain taught you. Exactly. So you have, we have that choice, and I did an amazing session with, um, my energy healer uh, or energy facilitator Robert last night and we had a great session and he said it's all about choice but we were talking about choice he's like you get to choose and that is the reality I get to choose you get to choose we all get to choose the reality that we live in because the reality that we're living in is just a projection of our thoughts if our reality is a projection of our thoughts why are we not paying attention and having that awareness to what our thoughts actually are about? If we have the awareness of what our thoughts are, we realize that we're creating that reality. Because I've manifested just random things within 10 minutes, within 20 minutes sometimes when I'm here doing meditation, focusing on the things that I truly want and then all of a sudden it just literally shows up. We have the power to do that. And this, this one quote, um, Neville Goddard's quote about dwell therein, and the quote is, My God, I heard this day that none doth build a stately habitation, but he that means to dwell therein. What house more stately has there been, or can be, than is man, to whose creation all things are in decay? So let's break that down. I wish it were true of man's noble dreams, but unfortunately, perpetual construction, deferred occupancy, is the common fault of man. Why build a stately habitation unless you intend to dwell therein? 
So let's talk about that. Why build a stately habitation? Why are we gonna build a house that we don't wanna live in? So why are we gonna build a house in our consciousness that we don't wanna live in? Why are we building a house full of thoughts of all the things that we don't want if that's not where we wanna live? And that's a question you could ask yourself. Have I been building a house of thoughts that I don't want to live in? I don't think there's any greater question than that because our reality is based on our thoughts. Why am I building this house? Every single day I'm building my house with the bricks that I don't want to live within. It's a good question. Why build a dream house and not dwell therein? This is the secret of those who lie in bed awake while they dream things true. They know how to live in their dream until in fact they do just that. They live in their dream. And so that is living in the state of the wish fulfilled. People that know how to live in their dreams. Just like I said, I manifested things instantly while being here. I just go into meditation. I'm listening to the ocean, doing a guided meditation in one ear, listening to the ocean in the other. And then within minutes, the thing that I am manifesting just shows up. So why would I dwell anywhere else? And that's the challenge for everybody, is that we dwell in our programming. We dwell in the things that we're taught about ourselves. We're, we dwell in the things that we truly believe at our core, even if they don't serve us. So it's all about, again, re the reprogramming of the mind. And that is not an easy thing. In one of the books that I was reading at some point on one of my lives, it says reprogramming the mind is one of the, the most laborious jobs you will ever have. And it is because we're if we're constantly paying attention and having awareness of our thoughts, we know how time-consuming that is. But if we allow our thoughts to just run wild, then we're creating a reality that we really don't want. And if we have all these people all over the world that are constantly living in a perpetual state of fear because of the things that they watch that sink into their subconscious that cause that belief, then we have a whole entire group of people or realm of people that have that same belief and our reality is based on belief. You can get people to do anything if they believe you. If you manipulate someone enough, they will believe you and then what happens, it turns into their reality. So we have that choice to bring that awareness to ourselves. Let's keep going. Man, through the medium of a controlled waking dream, can predetermine his future. That imaginal activity of living in the feeling of the wish fulfilled leads man across a bridge of incidents to the fulfillment of the dream. So a lot of times, I still do this shit myself. When I'm manifesting something, when I am trying to draw something to me, I'm always like, well, what's going on? Well, where is it? And I... We cannot do that. The how is not our business of how it's going to unfold. Because God has his own way of bringing us the things that we believe that we have already. In his own way and in his own time. So they say divine timing. Living in the state as if you already have it. And I gave this example before. If one month from now you knew there was gonna be a million dollars put into your bank account and you needed this money more than anything. 
but you knew that it was going to be there because you, someone told you that it was going to be there. It's going to be there, right? Without question, it's going to be there. So you're excited, right? You're like, I already got this. I don't have to think about it. It's already there. Thank you. Or your dream home is going to be done 25 days from now. The foundation is laid. It's already almost done. Just put the finishing touches. You're already excited about it because you already know that you have it. So that's the same thing of living in the state of the wish fulfilled. Living as if you already have it. Because then that's how we bring it to us. Why do we always hear about gratitude and living in a state of gratitude? Because that feeling alone in itself helps to co-create the reality that you want to live in. Just by being grateful. What are the things I'm grateful for? I'm grateful that I'm grounding on the sand right now. I'm grateful I hear the sound of the ocean. I'm grateful that I'm able to sit in the shade and not in the sun because I'm getting sunburned every day. The smallest things are the biggest things. But that leads us into a different state of being. That leads us into living in a different mental state that then causes that mental state to bring to us the things that we want. If we dwell in constant negativity every single day, we can only give birth to more negativity. It's just the way it goes. This isn't like a new concept. And again, like people get so freaked out when I talk about this. People get so freaked out when I reference the Bible and say that I'm doing it wrong. And, you know, you're teaching people and you're leading people astray. But realistically, where did, where did any of us learn anything from? We learned it from teachers. We learned it from things just being passed down. But if we know that history has been a lie and history has been rewritten, who is to say what interpretation of anything is the correct one? It's a story that was passed down, that was passed down, that was passed down for hundreds or thousands of years. So who is to say what your interpretation, whether your interpretation is right, whether your interpretation is wrong? Yes, I believe in God. I don't understand why people continue to ask these questions about believing in God. I literally talk about God in all of the books and all of the teachers or philosophers that I read from. But it's so triggering for people, and that is programming. And helping people to reprogram what you've already learned to, to what you think is true. Think for yourself. Just because it was passed down from somewhere for hundreds of thousands of years doesn't make it right. What's up from Chicago? It does not make it right. We didn't come here to inherit all of these things that were passed down. We came here to learn. We came here to have our own ideas. So when people are constantly harping on, you're teaching this wrong, you're doing it wrong. What you're saying is blasphemous. I didn't come here to be like everyone else. And no one else should want to be like everyone else. We all have our own journey here. And whatever that is, in whatever way that you decide to learn, as long as it's coming from your heart space, then no one should have a problem with it. No one should have a problem with the way that you choose to live your life when you're coming from a good space. Okay? So anybody that watches the replay and gets your panties in a twist, tough titties.
man is all imagination. And also, if you don't resonate with something that someone says, and then you resonate with some other things, take that, leave the rest. There's no reason to criticize people. There's no reason to say you're wrong. I'm right. That's ego shit. When you come at people from an ego-based place, an ego-based standpoint, an ego-based belief system, that's not living in truth. You're living in your need to be right. I don't have a need to be right. I have a need to uncover every stone that I want to in life. That's what my mission and goal is. Jesus was criticized. Live your life according to how you want and leave everybody else to interpret their life in the way that they want. That's it. That's it. There's no other if, and, or buts about it. You know what people say, do you? Fucking do you. Man is all imagination. Therefore, man must be where he is in imagination for his imagination is himself. To realize that imagination is not something tied to the senses or enclosed within the spatial boundary of the body is most important. Although man moves about in space by movement of his physical body, he need not be so restricted. He can move by a change in what he is aware of. However real the scene on which sight rests, man can gaze on one never before witnessed. So they're saying, he's saying, just because you have not seen it in your three-dimensional reality does not mean that you can't have it in your three-dimensional reality. We simply create through the thoughts that we dwell in all day long. If you're nervous all day, if you have anxiety all day about things, if you worry all day, you can only attract what you are, not what you want. So if it's that easy, and if we know that if I spend my day worrying about something, it's probably going to come true. Oh my God, I know this. Like, I know this for a fact that this is going to happen. I absolutely know for sure that this is going to happen. You're talking about it in a negative way. That certainty, that belief, is what makes it real. But if you go within your mind and your mental space and you recreate the scenario that is unfavorable to you, and you know that without fail, that that's going to happen for you, it's going to unfold in that way. Our true, have kind, our true, true, true core beliefs are the things that we truly know. And they're not always the ones that are good for our well-being, that are what we desire. And some people just don't know how to revamp that. And when you start doing meditation more and more often, you're able to really get yourself back to your center place. You can meditate for five minutes, you can meditate for ten minutes. There are some amazing guided meditations that are literally five minutes long. Can you take that time in your day to do that? Can you take that time in your day to show up for yourself? Can you take that time in your day to wrangle your mind because it's like a wild animal if you don't? And you're constantly thinking all over the place like all the things that you don't want and wonder why they keep showing up. Grand Rising, everybody that's joining. I woke up in a twisted mood because my phone charger didn't work last night. Now I have to go find one somewhere. And so that twisted my balls this morning when I woke up. So I'm going to be taking yoga class in a little bit and I'm going to be able to 
go back to a more peaceful space. Why did that break my balls? Because I have to go live this morning, which I am right now, and obviously need my phone when I'm in a foreign country. But am I going to allow that to ruin my day? No. Getting windy this morning? Yes. But again, we have to walk ourselves out of those things. I met two amazing uh, women that are here, and I've been talking about manifestation to them. And um, it's interesting when you come to the realization of none of us really understand fully how our mind and consciousness works. And once we start to study it, start to find the different puzzle pieces needed to put it together, to really master this matrix world, it just makes it so much easier for people. So I feel very called to talk about this and discuss this and teach it in the way that I've learned it myself, and then ask that people go and do their own studying on it. Because it's the most empowering thing that you can do for yourself is to master the world that we're in right now. Because there's so much negativity around us which is on purpose to keep us in a certain frequency that we never truly elevate. The love frequency is all the way at the top and you have shame, uh, anger, guilt, fear, hopelessness, pessimism, negativity, all the way down here. So if you're literally all the way down here on the frequency chart because of the things that you watch, because of the things that you read about, because of the things that you then believe in, you can only stay in that place. Love is number one. If you're constantly living down at the lowest possible frequency, because you're allowing all these things into your space, like you're allowing the news propaganda to scare you every day. You're allowing all these fear tactics to seep into your subconscious mind. And then you literally live from that space. How can you fucking ever get all the way to the love frequency if you're only living all the way down here? And most of your day is all the way down here. So we don't get what we want, we get what we are. And if you've noticed that you've lived, I'll post it in my stories, the, um, the chart. But if you notice that you've lived in this low frequency most of your life, it's time to rise up in our consciousness. And it's not about new age anything. People just get so twisted on the things that you say instead of just fucking listening and saying, you know what? I can definitely raise my vibration up. Because I know that if I raise my vibration, I come from a more beautiful space, I come from a more loving space that my world is going to start to shift. Yes, there's 5G here, unfortunately. So you get to decide what frequency you're going to live in. And all the time of like just the posting of all of the very, very negative things. I was reading something and it said, come along the lines of, if they haven't awakened yet, basically just leave it alone, right? And a lot of a lot of this realm has had their awakening and some people never will some people are halfway there and we just have to allow people the journey that they're on and just try to help people 
that want to continue to rise up, that want to continue to be a better person, and want to continue to figure out ways of making this realm while we're here a better place. I'm trying to make my daughter see beyond the goal. And sometimes it's going to be impossible. And sometimes you just have to let that go and allow things to just unfold in whatever way it's going to be. But one of the key things is if you're trying to help other people is in your mind, see them differently. See them having their own epiphany. I'm so grateful that my daughters see the light. Because we can manifest things for other people and help them. Some people believe that and some people don't, but I've just read so many different stories about people that have literally, and Neville Goddard talks about this a lot, that he helped so many of his friends, whether it was with jobs or relationships or any of these things, that you just see someone differently, you see someone with the knowledge, you see someone in a happy space. It's just like prayer, when you're praying, oh, please, like, please God, heal this person or please help them get better. You're literally visualizing seeing them better. You know when people say the miracle of prayer? When you have all these people together that are seeing the same thing in their mind, that is so much more powerful than just you seeing it, and then all of a sudden a miracle happens. Oh my God, it's a miracle. All of our energy together, all of our belief together in the power of healing is what helps bring about that healing. God conspires for this healing to happen, and it does. Awakening is scary at first until you find your tribe. Absolutely. Awakening can be really scary for people. Unity consciousness, exactly. Can. But having your awakening can be really scary, can be very lonely because you're like, you're seeing things very differently than a lot of other people. A lot of people are very isolated during the last couple of years. But you do find your tribe if you say, I'm so grateful for every single person that sees things in the way that I do. Call in your tribe. Call in the things that you want, no matter what it is. Bless everyone in this chat in Jesus' name and this faithful person speaking. Thank you. But I'm going to, I think, yeah, I'm at 8%. So I'm going to end the live this morning. I will repost. Um, but my phone, I have to get a phone charger. My phone charger stopped working last night, so I got to figure that out. But um, thank you guys for joining me in beautiful, beautiful Mexico. I hope this is helpful, and if my energy is off this morning, yoga class is going to help a lot. So I hope you guys have a beautiful morning and a great start to your week, and I will be live tonight with Joe 67 Podcast and Alex Zach at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so I will see you guys then. Thanks, and you laugh as well.